Hello and welcome to Eternal Journals. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman and Nate Golia. Nate back. Hey, there must have something must have happened if I'm back. <laughs> something must something must have happened. Yes. I really I really enjoy when something happens because that's when we know Nate's gonna come back on. Yes, yeah, I'll come back. I'm like, oh yeah, like this would be great. I actually was gonna reach out, then you, you actually said something first, which was nice. Because yeah. I love talking about fans. Yeah, I mean Is there anything if there's one fun? thing that legacy players love to do, it's it's discuss it's discuss bands. Oh, let, let me just caveat with this before we dive into the band announcement. What we were talking about in our chat thread before, where it should not feel good that bands happen. Like we should not every like the, the response that bands shouldn't be like you know it's it's Christmas morning and everybody's overjoyed. Like it's it's a bad thing when bad bands happen. Well, I think I think you put it best. This is a, like if you put out a rap track and then took it down and everyone was super hype about you taking it down, you would feel terrible. I don't think that's quite the same though, because there's so no, many new, there's so many new cards. Like, and you're like, you when something comes out, and you're like, oh, I would love to play this card or like these ten cards, but this one card is going to just suck up all the air. It's a bummer. I, I do think uh, it's this is, you know, in 2023. I think the theme of everything is just everything's getting a little bit worse. And this band is this is not hitting the same as the previous bands. Everyone's still like, oh, whatever. Like this is everything still blows. So like that's kind of that's kind of funny. But my, I am. My hot take is that bands are the magic the gather, gathering equivalent of wokeness and cancel culture. Look at it this way. We, <laughs> you asked me to look you asked me to look up the previous bands. Yes. That's okay. May 18th, 2020, Lurs the Dream Den and Zerda the Dawn Wake are a band. Uh February 15th, 2021. Arkham's Astrolabe, Dreadhorde, and Oko were band. I mean, that was like, oh, this is this, that's a real Christmas morning band, right? Yeah. January 25th, Ragavan is banned. It's like, well, yeah, that was that sucked. And now this, this expressive iteration of Wife Adventure, people are already saying, like, all right, that's not gonna fix anything, which I think is very interesting. I would I, I have opinions on that, but um But we knew Ragavan wasn't gonna fix anything. We just knew that they would slot Delvers back into their Delver deck. Right. I right. mean, it's a step in the right. Uh, again, I think these are all step steps in the right direction. I just don't. I don't think it's enough. I, I, I'm going to quote you here: nuke the format. Yeah. Well, I, I will say too that it's, it's funny that this happened yesterday or whatever day it was because I moved, like I moved from Texas to South Carolina in December of last year. So basically, since you know Halloween, I haven't played much Magic at all um, because I was getting ready to move. Then I moved in, and then when I came back and checked in. Uh, the initiative deck, I'm like, well, that seems miserable to play against, which I know we'll talk about. Like, I don't want anything to do with that right now. And then this weekend, I went to Star City Con in Charlotte, because that's where I live now. And I was there to, like, sell some cards, trying to get rid of some things, lighten my, my, lighten my uh, load a little bit after moving them across the country like an idiot. Um, but I will say it was like, I was like, oh, man, I could kind of miss, like, playing and, like, get into the, getting into it. I'm going to start playing again. And I was, like, looking at some decks. And then, like, I woke up the next day and there was a ban list of Legacy. I'm like, oh, well, that's actually, this does bring Legacy from I'm not even touching it to I will be willing to play it. Um, and unfortunately, I think that that means Phil is the only person here who really and will have a strong opinion on Initiative and White Plume Adventure. Yeah, I mean, we all know that I only <laughs> I, I only get to play every time there's a big event. So I I never actually got to see initiative hit the table because I didn't get matched up with it in uh in uh eternal like during eternal weekend. Reading Phil's messages to our group thread is like reading Dante's Inferno for the past like six months <laughs> because yeah, of that. Yeah, the, the 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 text thread has a lot more heat to it than I'm seeing than it, the experiences in person, but it is. There, there is a lot of, I, I think that, you know, every, every single podcast is going to be talking about the bands in the next week, week and a half. And I think everybody is just going to be like, yep, these are great, uh, great choices. Like you got to turn the format in some way. And I'm, I, I think we're going to be a little bit different. At least my take on it is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll dive into it after we, we read it, but. Uh, so yeah. how do you want to handle this? Do you want me to stop and comment? You want to, or you want to read the whole thing? No, comment? let's let's read the whole thing. Let's uh, Nate. Nate, you want to take take the uh, to the helm here and read the uh, the announcement? All right, uh, March 6, twenty twenty three. Expressive iteration is banned. White Plume Venture is banned. While we made only changes to Legacy, we quickly discussed the state of formats below. Legacy. Since the last update, the Legacy metagame has evolved. Such that the two major archetypes combined to make up a large portion of the field. It is the perennially popular Izzet Delver and the recently enabled Mono White Initiative. 
With their combined presence approaching 30% of the field in some circles, competitive play were choosing to ban one card from each deck to lower their respective win rates and metagame shares. Is that Delver has been popular for quite some time in Legacy. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard not to read it without laughing. And has picked up some notable recent additions, including Dragon's Rage Channel, Murktide Region, and Expressive Iteration. While well, we acknowledge and agree with the many Legacy players who enjoy the play patterns of Is that Delver and similar archetypes, our data indicates the need to take the win rate and popularity of the deck down a notch to allow for more metagame diversity and innovation. What? What a bunch of soft little weenies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, we ha- we you ha- have to we have to like we have to say here. We think it's okay. It's okay. You are you are valid if you like playing Is that Delver, but you're also valid if you want to do anything else. Our express <laughs> our choice to ban expressive iterations. The card quality and quantity it provides allows Is that Delver to easily adapt to stay on top of any changes in the metagame. I think that is true, but also not the biggest problem. In addition to removing a generally strong card, our hope is that by removing expressive iteration, we reinforce Is that Delver's historical strengths, efficient one for one exchanges, and weaknesses lack of sources of card quantity in a way that leaves the deck more vulnerable to metagame. That's all about expressive iteration. Less, oh, there's two paragraphs, okay. Since the release of Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate, the initiative mechanic has had a large impact on legacy and continues to rise in popularity. The current second most popular deck uses fast mana to power out an initiative creature, gaining an early advantage that's difficult to recover from. To reduce the consistency and speed of this gameplay pattern, we're choosing to ban the efficient three mana initiative creature White Plume Adventurer. According to our data, these two decks are holding each other in check as well, stymieing, misspelled, additional metagame movement. You saw um, that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, therefore, we're choosing to impact both decks together. We'll continue to monitor if these changes are enough to open up the metagame and evaluate if further changes, further changes if needed going forward. My biggest well, take away from this... They're always, they're always monitoring. That's one thing that they do yeah. with every band announcement. There will, there will be monitoring. Uh, the, the biggest takeaway I have from this is is the first line of the uh, next last paragraph. Since the rise, since the release of Commander Legends Battle for Bar's Gate, the initiative mechanic has had a large impact on Legacy and continues to rise in popularity. I, I think that that that's it's wild that they're just like yeah well this is this is the thing that's happening and it, it, it's become more popular I think it just it hit like a thing and then it plateaued like it you were either on that or you weren't like it wasn't like woo it's slowly creeping up I I, I think if, that's incorrect but like if that's you my... like ancient tomb that's the best thing to do was that what was going on. I think uh, well, it's that or, it's that or eight cast. I think I think yeah, they're saying mathematically speaking, it is this over eight cast that is the best thing to do with an ancient tomb. So the the what what the initiative did mechanically because of the fast mana, it meant that because you had four X Cabin of Souls, like which came uh, like you know a week or two into the discovery, or like that initiative was playable as like a dominant deck. It gradually got to the point where four X Cabin of Souls was just objectively correct because they were like. If you can never interact with me, then the initiative will just win the game by itself and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And the cards were not designed to come down on turn zero and turn one. There are three <laughs> and four drops that are square statted that also have insane abilities that protect the initiative. So the argument that like the initiative is like the monarch where it incentivizes combat, the deck objectively does not do that at all. It makes it so that you can't interact with combat between Seasoned Dungeoneer not giving pro creatures White Plume Adventure untapping itself and then your entire team once you've gone through the entire dungeon and then just playing 12 removal spells, it makes it so that you're if your deck's trying to go through combat, you you can't do it. It's bigger and faster than you. Uh, the, the, the problem with uh, initiative was because it was passive and you can't interact with it, if it came down on turn zero, the game was effectively over because that turn one play represented at least 15 damage before you could do anything. Yeah. Even in the fastest of draws, if you weren't a turn one combo deck that didn't care about the initiative being on the table, if you weren't Reanimator or Storm, if you were on the draw, even if you're the most popular deck, you're Blue Red Delver, even on the draw, you go turn one Delver, whatever. If they stick their White Plume on that turn one and you don't have the force, or if they just wait until turn two, like and start exchanging the initiative, they're faster. But if you don't have the force, then it takes an additional, like if you don't have that turn one creature on the play, the initiative advances three rooms before you have an opportunity to take it back because they hit it, they're in room one, you have to play a creature, their turn two, they advance, attack you, you're, you're, you are now effectively at uh, five because they attack you for five, attack you, the, the trap hits you. Then to take it, you have to play, you have to attack, 
that taps your creature, and then you have to play another creature in order to block if you want to maintain the initiative. Yeah, like the play and pattern. Is yeah, and so if that, they get through, that's that's that, then they dome you for five. And they could just take the initiative back by casting another creature that's like casting you take a spell right. outside of combat. I and think the, the, the crazy thing, thing about the, whole thing the initiative was done at card parity. Yeah. Like, at no point did any of this initiative stuff ever caught, like, playing a Lotus Petal, playing a Chrome Mox to go down a card. The initiative just recouped you the card immediately and then recouped you value along the way. You were never down a card in initiative. That was the crazy thing. It was all free. Especially if you're playing with, like, Mox Diamond. <laughs> you know, you're like, here's, oh, I'm here's just going to get here, the land I just here, here's, here's the take on initiative real, real quick, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it over to Nate. Because, I mean, I've talked about initiative literally every cast since it's come out. I think initiative is an absolute fucking cancer in 1v1, and they should have just gotten rid of it entirely. Like, I, I, I get that, like, legacy is the format where everybody gets to play all of the, the things that come out. This was, a, the, this mechanic was not designed for 1v1. They were not designed to come down with fast mana in mind. And if they're going to leave the fast mana in the format as like, you know, inherently part of the format's identity or whatever, which, you know, is the, the, the problem enabling this bigger problem, then just cut the cancer out. It's it, like, I, I don't think that it's it's doing anything then other than constricting the what is playable in the format in a way that's not fun. And it's not like you the 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 play patterns are like new and different every game. You go down the same dungeon every time. The play patterns are the same every time. It, there there's no difference in gameplay from game to game. Like uh, all, all this is to say, I think initiative is in one v one is just it wasn't designed for it. It's just a mistake overall. Like what's what I think is going to happen is. The this will white plume will take people off of white initiative uh for like the time being and then like a month and a half from now people are gonna be like huh i wonder if i can make it work without white plume then they're just gonna play the red white version with all the four drops it'll be maybe a turn slower but it'll still be down like a very dominant deck because initiative is so powerful and then people will be like oh this is also just really good and then the deck will exist as like tier one tier one five and uh at, with like all the four drops and still just be absolutely insane well I mean, it's funny because one, I don't know how the initiative, I don't know how dungeons work because I have never had to figure it out. And I guess I'm going to have to. And I, so I can't, then two, it's also like, why this, to me, this white flower, this is, this is the Luris. This is Luris band. This is the Luris band. Like, what, whoops. Well, we screwed that up real bad, you yeah. know? And they had to eventually, I'm going to just double check because I don't think they changed, they did not change the, um, they did not change the uh, the, the the rules on uh, companion for a while after it they took had to it ban took it. until it started affecting modern like which at the time was sort of their flagship format. Yeah, what, what's wild is they they had to ban the the companions even after adding the three man attacks. Well, they don't. <laughs> I, I actually disagree with that. They have not where they have not unbanned them. Luris is legal in uh, vintage again. No, like no, they, I, I mean that like the three man attacks in in like modern and pioneer. Like it existed with the three man attacks, and then they still banned it. Yes, oh, that's like, right. It was powerful, even with it was it was they banned it even after the tax. So, like they banned it in Legacy when you could still cast it out of your just straight out of your sideboard. There was never a time for Luris to cost three to go into your hand to play out of your you know. So and Michael Adventure is like Luris, like is like Luris in another another important way, which is that it has another ability that three for a 3-3, three, three, and it gives you the most broken thing to do, right? Because it, it I, I mean, it always untaps on their upkeep, right? Yeah. Like I'm reading this correctly. Like, yeah, yeah, the thing about uh, the, the, the coinciding thing between initiative and uh, companion are before the tax of being of three mana put it into your hand, there was no point where you could interact with it until it was on the stack. Yeah. And then similar, it's like, once the initiative hits the table, it is in the game. It is in the game until the game ends, and it determine it will determine the game. You can't interact with it. Is it in the command zone? It is no, in the command, which is not a recognized in zone legacy. in Legacy, <laughs> except for emblems, the monarch, and initiative. Well, I feel like they're going to end up printing like everyone command zone is cleared or something, but that doesn't work with commanders, right? Because you can't but, just but Legacy doesn't recognize the Legacy doesn't have the command zone as a as a zone. Well, they keep putting stuff in it though, like. This is not the only thing that goes in there. There's, like you said, there's emblems, and as they get and uninteractable stuff, like they keep, they they're always talking about how they they want things to be interactable, and then these things are uninteractable. It's weird. Um, well, beyond like value statements about how we feel about you know whether or not this is good or bad, where do we think the metagame's going from here? 
Well, we should talk about the other band first, though. Yeah. Because, like... <laughs> I suppose, yes. I, I mean, should. I think, because, like, to me, this thing was, I was like, oh, um, I guess uh, that'll be nice. I won't have to think about this until, like you said, Phil, someone else figures it out. And I have seen already people, like, well, the red-white one's still good, but you gotta, you gotta want to play it, and it's not as... It's not as pretty, like it doesn't. It's not as clean looking as a deck. I don't think so. Like, it's, I think there's some reasons that people will just not gravitate toward it the same way the mono white one does. Okay, so they they ban express, they ban excessive expressive iteration to take a whack at Delver. And I'm sorry, I don't think this card. I don't think this card was making was what made Delver hard to play against. I think it's a good. I think it's good. What and do you think was the card that made Delver hard to play? Murktide Regent. Murktide. You think it's Murktide? Okay. I think it's Murktide Regent more than anything else because fundamentally that's the breakable, that's the broken, it, it shortens the game a ton. Like an 8-8 is like, the game's probably over in one swing, you know? It's effectively just going to end the game. I don't disagree with you. I think that Murktide probably should have gotten banned too. Now, to, to that end, I bought I bought the rest of my playset so I could actually use them because I was, I had been for like a year afraid that they were going to ban it. So I was like, well... We've got at least like six, seven, eight months before they do another band announcement. If that, like, there might be another full year. So I was like, at least I can get a year out of these cards, so I can get them. But yeah, when I played against Blue Red Delver in uh, at Eternal Weekend, uh, that was the one card I was like, well, I guess I just lose. Well, you know? to me, yeah, I, I, I guess my, my my case against Expressive Iteration is that on on turn two with an empty board, it's not good, right? Yeah, because like, you, you you can't net the land and it, cast yeah. the other spell. Like you're, you're gonna just get one card off. Of it. It's just a crappy ponder. It's yeah. just two mana ponder, right? And even not really like, but like so. And, they, and something has to be exiled. For Ideally, you're playing this on turn three, putting a land into play and casting like a lightning bolt or something. You know, well, just putting the uh, putting or, a or land just putting play. a land to play. You know, off yeah. of the exile. You know, like it's the least. It's to me, it was like the least scary turn to play. Like, as opposed to, like, another threat and a wasteland or kill their thing and wasteland you or something, right? Like, I'd much rather not see that than well, see this. I think they're not, we, people didn't play it. I'm not saying people didn't play it that way. I think now, if we don't consider uh, it's, uh, like, it's mana cost, I think that this card was as, as egregious as Treasure Cruise for its ability because... Generally, what's going to happen is you're going to you're going to draw three cards from Treasure Cruise, and one or two of those cards is going to be useless, right? You're going to be like, ah, it's a land. I don't need that. In this scenario, you're just taking that one one card and throwing it on the bottom of your deck, which didn't matter in the first place, right? So I, dis I disagree, and I disagree on one facet of that, which mm -hmm. is they in they incentivize different kinds of builds. So Treasure Cruise, it didn't matter what you were doing if you were just churning through cards and putting them into your graveyard. It didn't matter if they were expensive or not. Expressive iteration until you're very late in the game. Specifically, wanted you to compress your curve so that you could always convert two cards. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree with you on that at all. Well, I don't think because I don't think like Delver playing Mishra's Bauble is. I don't think that's that's like bad in my opinion. And I remember I said that when Lurus came out. I was like, well, what are they going to do? Play Mishra's Bauble now with Delver decks? And it turned out I was wrong, or I was I was uh, wrong. Turns out a, a howling. Uh, you're up. Uh, uh, one you were wrong that it wasn't good. Really yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, but like, did they need it? And I, my, my, my fundamental thing is like, I don't think that they needed it to be dominant. Now, the only the thing I will say about this EI is that the other, the longer game decks probably benefit a lot more from it because they're looking for that the most efficient. They don't have a two mana spell that's that good late in the game when the average card, the average, in, uh, the card, a card's average impact is a little higher in in like your sort of four color amalgamation decks and for that i actually think well good i don't have to deal with expressive iteration in that deck anymore either but i also don't feel like i have to deal i i would have had to deal with expressive iteration in that deck either because that deck is unplayable as long as delver is good because why yeah. would you why would you want to i played against it yesterday with a deck that is absolute trash that i just made up and i said i too owed some deck with like an uro in it like i don't, I don't cares man like I'm, these games need to be over in three turns you're trying to you're trying to make it to a fourth turn what are you doing like I, this is not I, I think that the, the signaling to me of Watsi going after EI, I get like White Plume in the initiative, that's its own full mistake. That's just yep. a companion level mistake. Yeah. That's that's entirely different. Like I think they didn't they, they just didn't go far enough. So like that ban is way easier 
to in my mind to explain it's like hey guys we made a mistake but we don't want to get rid of an entire mechanic because everybody like transgressive cards need a place to live and therefore we're just going to get rid of the one that comes down on turn three because it's unique in that way i mean or uh, turn three as the only three mana option yeah uh, because it's unique in that way and we'll leave all of the other ones so you can still have your the, the broken thing that we made you get to try that it, we didn't yeah. design for you initially yeah. but the the ei ban i think is it, it, to me it signals that they don't conceptually understand anything about what they're trying to do with the format or what the format actually needs because ei like there, there was no deck in the format that you that was oppressed or or eliminated from the format because of ei now delver as a shell might have been too busted and, and is moving things out of the format i that's, i that's disagree a, with that but continue hold on, hold on, hold on. that's a, that's a day's wasteland thing yeah. But like the the idea that like th there was no but nobody in the w there was no deck that was like well I can't play this because EI exists. These I, cards I can't disagree be played with because that. EI yeah, exists. Yeah. The, but the, 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 the difference <laughs> though is that EI are for sure EI was the best at what it does, right? In terms of like yeah. a cheap mm -hmm. card advantage spell, it's the best at what it does. But that isn't unique to that card. The best at what it does, there's a bunch of things that do that. Grizzlebrand is the best at what it does. Uro is the best at what it does. Mm -hmm. the, the cards that are the best at what it does does not inherently mean that it should be banned. But like, if you're going to target it only because it's in the best, the, the deck that's been the best for over a decade, then you're not actually solving any problems. That's not like, you're going after a card that isn't, by the metrics of the other cards that are the best at what they do, it's not a legacy power level worthy ban. And if anything, the, the deck that gets hit hardest by this is four color. Yep, 100%. I do I do like, agree with that. I think I, I just want to uh, clarify my statement of what I don't disagree about uh, about yours is that uh, expressive iteration didn't stop any other decks from existing. I, I disagree with that point only specifically because I haven't seen a non-blue-red Delver deck, like a, a deck that must be blue and red and have Delvers, since since the yeah, advent but, of expressive but, iteration so so that's why it, it's the best at what it does and so the cards that also try to do similar things you are handicapping yourself by not playing the best version if you play a reanimator deck that isn't focused on trying to get grizzlebrand out on turn one you are voluntarily handicapping potentially the turn one win right like it's the same way where it's like yes predict is not as good as ei if like you should just be maxing out on ei before you play any of the other versions for in that respect, I think it's reasonable to get rid of a card like EI, but that's not why they got rid of it. No. If they got rid of it, they say they got rid of it for sure. It's, it's the yeah. same thing that's like if it, the, the best card at one for Delver is DRC, right? You're until, until DRC is gone, you're never not starting at four DRC. Yeah. And so it's the best at what it does. And as long as the, there's the, there's an objectively best version of the, the role that a card is playing, there's no reason to look elsewhere. And that stifles diversity. You know, when when Deathrite Shaman was around, nobody started anywhere else until four Deathrite Shaman. So it's like, now there's the talk of like, okay, are we gonna play Predict? Are we gonna play Mercurial Spelldancer? Are we adding a third color to play something entirely? Are we moving up the curve a little bit to like, you know, go back to Uro or play Minsky Boo out of the sideboard? Like now there's interesting choices to be made, you know, it's because there, there isn't necessarily the best version of one of a card advantage thing. So now, there, now there's a choice to be made for a given metagame. In that regard, it's a healthy ban. I'm not like, I think that it's okay. I think it's okay to ban EI, but I think the reason that they banned EI is so far off from why it was the, a reasonable ban to begin with. Like, I, I think that like their, how they viewed it was wrong. I want to also, yeah, I agree. Well, it's interesting because I wonder if there is a reason to play something like predict over expressive iteration, but maybe the, that's just not possible. I think, I think all those things are impossible because Delver is a deck and anything you're trying to set up like over time, not like on the first two turns, like a combo deck you're trying to set up, but like the most popular combo deck is turn one Dark Ritual, Doomsday, or turn one Dark Ritual and Tomb Exhumed. Like there's no, you're not setting something up over time, like, you know, in other in other ways. Zach, you said there's no other Delver deck that doesn't play blue and red, but their bug, the bug decks are, have always been a um, aberration in that way, you know? And there's yeah. then there's I'm, I mean, I'm not saying like, ooh, we need to have like Bug Delver and Rug Delver. Like, you know, I, I don't think that like a diversity of Delver decks is what makes the format uh, like, and, and this goes against what I said, I have said in the past. I don't think a diversity of, of like different color Delver decks makes the format like its best. But I think that there should, that, that having that there, it at least gives people the illusion of, uh, of choice. 
you know well, they could just give people the reality of choice yeah <laughs> you know that would that is also could make it happen because like um you know uh death shadow like i i missed the whole snuff out thing that was going on like like that was happening and that doesn't i mean i guess you were just playing red in that because of expressive iteration right is that the deal you would play the yeah stock, for stock both death too. Bolt, Bolt was one of those things where like you could win if you had like two death shadows out and you bolted yourself the, the, you know. the whole adaptation of, of Snuff Out was, it wasn't even the addition of black cards. They just wanted a free spell to be able to like kill the initiative without losing tempo because the games were so fast. Yeah. So yeah. they would just play an underground C plus Snuff Outs so that they could exchange for free. It was just another compression of the format. Yeah. Snuff Out just happens to be a free spell. Snuff Out is actually very, very good in, uh, in Death Shadow, but you don't normally play three of them in the deck. You play like one or two. Uh, but it got to a point where it was like, let's kill the thing on the first turn because we have to. I also like, I mean, there's a lot of good writing out there that some of it's old, but it's still interesting if you're interested in it to read about the development of Threshold as a tempo strategy and how it started out as just blue and green. And then it was kind of like, well, we should just put Bolt in this, right? But yeah. there was also like a white version that was more controlling. I mean, that was when the, the, the mechanic was really Threshold. It was like tempo. Mystic Enforcer deck. Well, the, the, the thing I'm saying is that, like, the reason people are going to always play blue and red is because what's Delver? It's a bolt every turn. Well, you know what's a bolt? A bolt. <laughs> like, so why am I going to play, come, come play come it? out with uh, some sort of a ram through for... Why, uh... why am I playing... Uh, why am I, why am I going to play Assassin's Trophy when I can just play bolt? And, like, because yeah. sometimes, like, that will that will do everything I need that to do. Well, ha yeah, having the reach is, There's no is reason obviously to... why people play red. And the bug Delver decks were able to work because of Deathrite Shaman going around combat when things exactly. sold out. But, um, so I, that's why you're never going to see another... And also, you don't need to go into another color because Murktide Regent just means that if you are looking for a big body to finish things off, it's right there. You don't even, you know, if they put a blue bolt, they would, you wouldn't need to play red at all either. Like, um, so... Blue bolt I, coming in, Commander... Commander. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> but that, that's... To, to me, that's... More than anything, more than I, I even Dragon's Rage Channeler, like I still think like it still means that you have to start on a non-basic land. You know, other decks can still play it if they were to able to exist. If there's ever to be another aggressive um, archetype, but there just cannot be as long as yeah. as long as there is Delver and Murktide Regent to just say like, oh, not only can you play all the best blue card draw spells and counter spells, but you can also just get the best threats, and that's a problem. That's going to be the biggest problem. It's always the biggest problem. Yeah. I don't, uh, until they decide to change it, I don't think anything's going to change. And I don't think that this makes Delver easier to beat. I truly do not. And I don't, it's kind of funny. I, now that they don't have white, now that there's no white from Adventure, what is the next thing that's going to beat this deck? I, I, I think this example, everybody that has been excited about the ban and it's like, oh man, I can't wait to try a new format. The format will be exactly the same. Like, the maybe initiative will fall off a little bit. But like, well, it'll just be red. Delver it'll just be Blood Moon again. Like, they'll it, just go it, switch over to the red version of of that deck, right? I just mean that, like, you're the ancient tomb out a thing that object that uh, yeah. effectively wins the game before you get like any amount of agency in the game whatsoever. Or Delver, like, those things are still just going to be at the top of the format. Like, the format isn't going to change. This this announcement is the same as every other previous announcement where no shell was impacted. Yeah. Like the shells of the things that remain dominant, yeah. neither were impacted. This is just another, well, you know, this is another three mana artifact dying for the sins of Mish's workshop. So, Phil, yeah. I feel like I feel like what you're saying, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is that Murktide Region Expressive Iteration aren't the problem. So, what is? No, Murktide Region is the problem. I'm gonna go that far. Please I, go ahead, Phil. I, I, so, so I, there are, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm throwing you I'm throwing you a layup here. I'm bumping it for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the the, the problem is always going to be uh, days wasteland threat, and then fast mana, like yeah, the days. stuff that's enabling the broken stuff. But if if the if the stuff that is being enabled by it is also just like if like the difference between something like uh, a, a, a th just a basic threat that doesn't do anything else versus something that has snowballing advantage, like. The snowballing advantage is just so it's so it pressures that stuff so much steeper than the like if you're playing if you go uh I, I, like your your blood moon or whatever like okay there are ways that I can play like I can play around that by 
if I want to go into that meta and try and beat it, I'll play more basics. And if I naturally yep. have basics, then mm -hmm. your turn one sucks. Yep. I, I have some amount of decision making that I can do where it's like, okay, your turn one gives you an, uninter an uninteractable uh, mechanic that wins the game passively by itself. Like, okay, I guess I, I guess there's nothing I can do. And then for, similarly for, I mean, Delver obviously a little bit less so, but like if you play a turn one threat that has insane snowballing advantage as like by doing literally anything, by just playing the game, it will give me snowballing advantage on the back of the shell that compels you to act. Yeah, you're going to get fucked. And like that thing is just going like that thing will fly under the radar. Like DR, like if, if you actually wanted to like check uh, Delver's win percentage, I think, and you weren't willing to go after Days or Wasteland. You got to, you got to check DRC. In my opinion, well, like, hold on a second. Cards. I, I would say I think that's the only reason I think that's wrong is that I think, I think that we have not seen that card have any success outside of being paired with Murktide Region, and that's what I'm saying. The Dell, the Dell Flyer that is huge. Like, come on, man. Like, like I've played, I've I played DRC in some decks that they were like okay. And I tried like fun. I tried like exalting them with the with that Jund uh, hierarch thing, right? Like and, and I, hierarch. Yes, yeah. And I like and like yeah. I had like some small, you know, graveyard. But there's nothing. There's nothing like. There's nothing like making an eight eight. And comparing them to be things. I think they're two different things. I I'm, I am not defending that a two mana eight eight is a reasonable thing to have in the format. Like I'm not I'm not defending that that is that's that's objectively not above curve. <laughs> it's obviously above curve. Like it's and, above and it, it, it it's too powerful. Like given the speed at which the format can move, but I, I think the 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 card that has I think of all the cards that are currently in Delver, if you wanted to actually check Delver's win percentage, you'd have to go after DRC. That's the card that is doing the most work but flying under the radar. For it, it, like the thing that feels like it's killing you is the Murktide that was enabled by the DRC or the expressive iteration that is like got me so deep into my deck to find all this stuff anyway because of DRC. Like the, the DRC is the, the fulcrum point in the deck, I think, outside of the shell. Like that's well, the I, card that if you actually wanted to sign me it, you'd go after that card. I'd be interested in I'd be interested in seeing that. I wonder what would happen in that case because they have not well, there's been um treasure cruise i also i think that drc doesn't need like i don't think vertex regent needs drc for it to be i just think that drc soups it up i think that this card would just be played they put something else in that spot and i don't know what it would be but i don't know what's out because i, I, mean, I want to get, be get that in a second i want to get that it's gonna but, be charter course for well, i'm talking about it, i'm it, talking it, about without dragon's rage chandler oh. whereas i think dragon's rage Chandler, i think delirium is an like the john delirium deck that i was talking about like i did had pretty good success with it because it's a fun it's a cool engine that was like doing stuff that was that was you know sort of something you know it was pretty powerful and this was like a nice payoff for it like i mean tarmogoyf is fundamentally a delirium card right yeah. so you've got that and tarmogoyf and and you know then you've got the the traversial and wall then you've got like you know a good reason to play for mistress baubles and all that stuff and even but nothing is like an 8 even the tarmogoyf with, with everything is not going to be an 8 9 unless you really work on it um the thing i want to talk about with regards to delver is that you're because you're because I, I i mean i don't i don't think there's any way like express federation yeah whatever right the threats are what are what's making it so hard because you just can't you can't you don't have enough time you know long has it been since you could just soak up a couple hits and then go from there because like when you get something as big and as evasive as a murktide region then how how many surveil dumps let, let's say you have a you you have a drc on the table right uh-huh how, how many spells do you cast where you surveil a card you don't want to for it to be considered you uh as powerful as drawing a card oh i don't i don't know like, like if, if, if 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 you let's say you have a drc and they kill it but you have surveilled two cards you didn't want to the yard is that equivalent to drawing a card in, like in i mean over the course of over the course of i'd say like three draws i think that you know, assuming you're getting a card at the beginning of each turn, surveil two is the the equivalent to me of drawing a card as far as value is concerned. It's and two well, draw okay. steps. It's two draw steps that you didn't want those cards. Yeah, yeah. That it's is it is it is so like th thinking about that in a vacuum of I got to skip my draw step that I didn't want for free is bonkers. Yeah, it I'm is not so it's not good. bonkers. I'm but like, the, yeah, I'm saying that like that. If they wanted to actually hinder Delver in like the deck itself in any meaningful way, 
going after EI is them not fully understanding where the format actually sits because they uh, they, they just pushed four color into having to refigure themselves out. Delver will just adopt the next best card advantage spell, mm -hmm. whatever that is, or whatever new thing comes along that's printed. The, it, but DRC in Legacy, at least, exists in one deck. If they actually wanted to hit one deck, they would have gone after the card that's in one deck. You guys talked about Mercurial Spell Dancer, right? We did. We did a whole episode. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I saw that you did it. I remember. Uh, people I mean, if they got that, rid of Dragon Card, Shatter, I would assume that would be the exact card that would get slotted directly. Well, it's two Delver. mana. It's two mana. I, I don't know what they. Yeah. Would, I don't know what's available. At one, maybe that that thing that draws discard your hand and draw four cards. But like, um, I was just thinking about. I, I was like, I told you guys like this card. I, I don't think this card is good. I think it, like it's gonna feel good. You know, because like, yeah, anytime you get something to work, but like you can get anything to work in this deck because of how it's constructed before you even start putting those cards in. I and will just, say this name, and I, I think say, it's whoa, whoa, less whoa, whoa, good whoa. now because initiative not being a thing, uh, that unblockable thing is Doesn't not matter. as big a deal. Right. And also, I guess you're not going to copy expressive iteration, which I guess people are doing. Also I, true. Yeah. I, I do <laughs> want to say in two ways. the thing that I, I was like, okay, that card. And you know what? I was, here's the thing I was right. Cause you guys remember, it wasn't that long ago. Remember Ledger Shredder? Remember that was going to be an every that was going to be a Delver staple for years, and then just gone. Just who, who needs it? What do you am I playing this for? You know, and like there's always cards like that that are that people are trying out because like they they always are they pay off your um you know they pay off what the deck is already doing well right yeah um and so at some point they have to actually st and I think Expressive Iteration did as well because a turn three or plus EI was effectively a, a, just a draw two for two and you. Also, like you never, because you never have mana problems when nothing in your deck costs more than two. Like it's not like you're going to EI into three, four drops. Like you can't, like in, in some other deck, you might by accident, you know, or even two, four drops that you want, and you have to pick one to go into your hand. And the other one has to be buried. Like that's why I think, like that's why I was saying, well, this wasn't the right thing. And this is why I'm always focusing on like the, the curve is just too low. Like you can't play. You need fast mana to play up a curve at all. And, uh, you know, Murktide region is fast mana by just putting the mana in your graveyard. And the, I, nothing is like that. Uh, Dragon's Rage Channeler is a really good card that I think... I still I still don't know how... I still can't say that it's... Because it's just... it's just I don't know. It's just a turn one, three, three. Like, I, don't, I don't know. That happens. It's just a turn one, three, three flyer that fixes your draws. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> but it's that not even fine. that for a while. It's not even that for a while. It's like a one, one. So it's like not even... And it, like, I don't know. I, I I just never... I think that like it softens you up. Just like it's like Delver. Like, oh, Delver's only a turn one, three, two. Right. Like, I mean, they look, my, they just banned my, a turn if, one, three, three in this banning. If, so, I mean... If my preordains... If my preordains also chunked you for three every turn... But they don't. That's crazy. They yeah, they don't. That's it, totally. <laughs> of course, that's it. It shouldn't. <laughs> as long as they're, I'm just reading this card again because I'm just like, I'm reading it. And I'm like, I mean, it's it's powerful, but like, it's like you're saying about yeah, it's not just because it is the best, the most powerful thing. I I think that if if they wanted to go after like it, this announcement, if they wanted to solve the problem that EI was doing of being the best thing that of what it does, they needed to present. We are banning EI so that the other options for card advantage can be played in the format because EI was keeping those cards out of the format and now there's actual reasonable choice to be made. You know, it's like when uh, a, in a long time ago when Phyrexian Mana first came out and you could play Dismember in your standard decks, yeah. there was no reason to do anything else because Dismember was just the best version of a removal spell so you didn't have to think about what removal spell to play. You, there, there was no consideration for a choice. That's what EI did. But the thing is they didn't ban it because of that reason, they banned it because they were like, we need to take Delver down a notch. And that means that they don't, uh, they, it's the same thing that they've done every single ban for a decade. They just don't get it. Well, they did. The last two were Ragavan, which was too powerful, and, Dr and Dreadhorde Arcanist. Like, that was also... I mean, they were all like, in service of Blue-Red blue Delver is too, is too powerful, though. <laughs> right, but they did go after threats and not, they didn't, they didn't miss the mark as badly. I think um, I think what I would have liked to have seen here with this announcement is that the, is is instead of saying like here are the three cards we were looking at and uh, we chose this one and uh, okay moving on well, that's what they did I, I, I would have liked <laughs> what I would have liked to have seen is we chose expressive iteration here's why also Dragon's Race Chandler and Merc Tider on notice 
I guess what I'm saying yeah, is I think the, the, the stuff unnoticed doesn't matter. Like they said that it is. Thing. I mean, I would not have bought Merktide. They, they, they said Merktide was, was on notice. They said Merktide and Expressive were on notice after Ragavan, and then it took them a year to to yeah. Well, that's why keep, I, keep I get rid of I, EI, I can, and then they got rid of EI for the wrong reasons. I can uh, shoulder forty dollars uh, of Merktides to like to like lose if if in a year they decide that they don't want that in the format anymore. What, what which else? Is why would, I for the buy. What else would pay off a bunch of surveils that could that is somewhat playable? Well, there's a bunch of those like big blue flyers at this point, right? Isn't there there's, something like Sailor's Bane, but that doesn't fly. It doesn't there fly. Cryptic Serpent Serpent. For each <laughs> card, all all of those cards that like are Merktide adjacent in blue don't have evasion. Right, and I guess what I'm saying is like, the, I I can still see I could still see Merktide Regent being in the Delver deck if DRC was banned. But I don't think that DRC would feel as oppressive if it wasn't in powering up something way down the line. Because some that mm. more than anything, that's the reason you got to get rid of it. Because you're like, ah, you, I got to keep Merktide Region off the table. Because if a Merktide Region hits the table, I cannot win. Because I, it will, yeah, it will I, kill I, me I, in a turn. So I think that like the the reason the rationale that I have against DRC over Merktide. Now, granted, like I wouldn't lose sleep if either of them got hit. Yeah. But the rationale is that. Merktide is good in, in uh, like against the decks that like you like to play that like go beyond like the, the thing is like you would board out Merktides in fast matchups right like it's it's it is it is still too slow against combo but DRC is just good against everything like across the board you're you're if your turn one if your turn one is DRC that's that is excellent in the blind that is excellent against everything yeah I mean between like damage against decks that you just want to kill them fast and then damage like selection, selection against it, other decks that you want selection against it, which is it, everyone you want to be dealing damage and you want card selection obviously it's a, it, being a clock and selection as your turn one in the blind is the thing that you want to do every single time whereas like if you're playing against any form of combo like your eight eight fly, your eight eight flyer in the air on turn even if you cast it on uh turn three like it's still gonna be too slow I, I think that unfortunately there's no way to know. I, I, I've played it a lot. Like I played that deck a lot before I moved uh, with uh, Dragon's Rage Chandler and stuff. And I was just like, I'm like I'm, a lot of times I'm just keeping the card on top. I'm like, oh, I want that card, you know? So like, I, I, mean, I mean, it really sang with something like Sylvan Library, you know, where you could just be like, aha, I'm gonna like draw this, mill that. And then that's, you know, I'm getting, I'm kind of churning through, but that's what I deserve for playing John. I deserve the chance yeah. to actually get something, to do something. <laughs> Um, and, but like, it's like, okay, like, um, one of the, even no matter what, because like, if you're like, okay, this, if they, if they're, the plan is so much around these decks, it's just like, if the, if the game isn't over by turn four, because, uh, they were a combo deck that I killed or something, um, then all I have to do is get a Murktide into play and protect it. And yeah, I don't think yeah. that's, and I think that's much more, I think that's less, that's more linear than like, I'm starting with this card and let's see where the game goes. I think it's a little bit more enjoyable at on both ends of the, the match. Cause that was the problem that circles back to what we were, you were talking about with, with the initiative, which is like, there's nothing in it. There's nothing interesting about the initiative other than the fact that you win because it's so easy, but it's like, <laughs> oh, I got this, I got this thing that I, I put these new rules that only apply to me into the game. Like that's Calvin ball. It's not fun. You know? I, 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 Calvin I Ball is a great you. game if you're Calvin. I, I do agree with the idea that like you should the 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 idea of Merktide Region it it is a color pie break in in a way of like you get to have, like the actual biggest creature in Legacy is in blue and not in green like that is that is a, a reasonable take. And I think that what, what it does is it just it kind of cheapens the whole thing because once that at some point there's a there's an understanding like well this is the deal if I if they get if this card comes into play I this the other player loses you know and so they don't even have they can let you cast whatever you want as long as it doesn't prevent them from sticking and attacking with a tide. and I don't think that's interesting it, it's 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 one of those things where you're like of course they're gonna let my stupid whatever else resolve because they know it doesn't matter because this eight eight is gonna just carry them through the rest of the day and one of the one other thing about ei just specifically that was interesting was that like i was like oh i there was nothing felt better than blowing one of them up with a pyroblast you know it's like you're trading up in mana they've probably tapped out because it's turn two or turn three and they're doing it before oh god did any and they can't daze your pyroblast back because it's only one mana and you've got two lands of play 
Nothing felt better than that, except for when it was just like next turn they just played, they just exiled it and made a six six in the air, yeah. and you didn't have pyroblast for that. And then you're like, oh, I guess I gotta find another pyroblast because I can't, I can't abrupt decay this or whatever. Or I mean, then you know, if I try to do anything else, I'm you know gonna get just blown out by one of these other free spells, like yeah, or they're just gonna it, make another. <laughs> it, it is the case that like every every new card that enters their deck, there's like the additional line of text that the card doesn't need in order to be powerful. Like it's yeah, a flying like, rating, extra... then it has the text to grow. <laughs> grow DRC you has other ones. Like DRC is a one one that fixes your draw every time you like anytime you do anything, it just fixes your draw, and then also happens to be better than Delver. Like <laughs> it's like it doesn't need the additional text. Yeah. I mean, I th they're they're tailor made for each other, DRC and, and Merktide Regent. So um, I, I still I still think one of them is more. I, I would rather I would rather play against a turn one card because I think that there's still uncertainty at that point, and there's still it's more interactable. Whereas the other one is just like, now this is the whole point. Now <laughs> the whole the whole point is just to just chunk you to death with this. Um, it, the, the other thing that's interesting too about uh, Merktide is the there the only card the, or the only cards rather that can trade with it without uh, like below mana parity are source of plowshares and a pyroblast effect. Yeah, that's it. Those are both counterable. Or I I get I, I guess snuff out, but like snuff out has also a cost. Yeah, yeah, but also that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying because like a Merktide, a Merktide will kill. Like, let's say you're on the other end of it, right? You're playing some sort of mid-range deck. Merktide will block any creature. It will kill any Planeswalker that you put into play for free, right? But yeah, so, I'll let so, you resolve hey, that Planeswalker. I'll tap. They're gonna. I'm gonna unless you're gonna get rid of this Merktide, which I will stop you from doing some way. Like, I'll just attack that and kill it next turn, and then next turn you're just dead. This is this is making me think that the like I'm hearing your stake against Merktide as Merktide is preventing us like all of these any of these cards that you would like to play or any other archetypes that you would like to play are just kind of the, the way that like I felt when I would play against initiative where I was like okay if I want to play a creatureless or close to creatureless deck in an initiative format I am soft that type of shell is soft banned you just can't do it mm -hmm. and that like similar that you have the feeling that decks that you've played feel like they are soft banned because of uh Merktide region. And by yeah. soft banned I mean like they're not competitively viable because you right. know that you're going to run into this a Merktide in a in a competitive event. Or you can beat you if you figure out a way to beat that, you're going to lose any of the other edges you might have, right? I I I wonder if the, that's where I mean cuz that's similar in what I was talking about for EI. I feel like that's similar where it's like the, the, because this card exists, these other cards can't be are, are no longer viable. Like EI exists, so the other card advantage spells aren't viable. And then, the, but the, that argument, when extended to Grizzleband, also extends to stuff like Uro. It extends to like the, 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 all the cards at the top of the format. It like it it's just the best version of a thing with no reasonable counterpart to be considerable. So there isn't there's no real choice to be made aside from those things because they all do everything. Well, think about Merktide Regent versus Uro, because this is a pretty funny point, an interesting point, right? So they let's say they they cast the Uro and it's going to go, to, you know, it's going to go to the graveyard, right? Like they, they don't have a Caracas, they don't have any, they probably don't have a Stifle. I actually thought I was going to get my, I thought I was going to get Merktide trigger Stifled, or I'm sorry, a Uro trigger that was going to be self Stifled. Like, that would be cool, but they didn't do it. Um, let's say you know it's going to go to the graveyard. That's fine because I could make up that three life that they just gained. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do that to them. 2x that to them on the on the crack back here. And they've spent three mana tapped out and spent their whole turn doing that. Then when they want to bring out the graveyard and they use all their resources to tap out again, then I can force it. I mean, that's brutal. They're just like, okay, use all your mana again. Okay, and then, okay, I'm going to hit you for another seven or eight or whatever it is. And then it's just sitting there. Like, are they going to do it again? Like, <laughs> now they got a swords, they got a swords, your Murktide. Okay, I've got another Murktide. Because I just use all these cards. I got another Merktide, or I bolt you, bolt you. Like that's what makes it. That's what makes it so egregious. I think because the deck is just set up like that is way the, the, the creature is way too big for the shell. It's like that's why I mean even 
no other no other implementation has had it from had for had it had it for less either like there's been like stifled dreadnought and stuff but that's two for one like it's like a two for one there's like Tarbogoyf, but that was a ground creature that made you play into another color. Not to mention, it was like generally a four five. Like that's yeah, why we're, it wasn't, Mark well, yeah. why we're not playing Rug Delver anymore. Like the, why playing, play big uh, green creatures when we uh, play a giant qu- blue creature? Question. I gotta write. Question I gotta write down then. Delver with Grizzlebrand. Like <laughs> que- question for you then. If, if this is this is always the the uh, the, the crux of a, a ban episode. Do you agree or disagree with the choices that they made in the ban announcement? And if you were in control of the ban announcement, what would you have done in their place, if anything well, at all? Well, same answer to that as always. You ban every card till True Name Nemesis is too good, and then you ban True Name, and then you have a workable <laughs> format. Um, I mean, it's up to probably like thirty cards now, but I, I actually don't think it's. This is an interesting thing because, like, yeah, you had to get this. You had to do something about this initiative deck because it just introduces another rule set. That's not no one's going to want to play against. No one wants to play against it. I didn't like. I heard of, people don't want to play against it, and like I, that that will drive players away. So the best kind of magic are the ones where you cast a spell and then it introduces six game pieces. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so I mean, I so that was the same problem with the that it's in that way it's the companion problem, right? And then, of course, like, the double thing was just like, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool because, I mean, I, I, I'm i glad that the four-color decks are going to have to figure something else out because I find them irritating to see because they're just such an abomination. Just of just like, yep, like this was just every good card. Versus the I was going to say that. for the fact that you were earlier, like kind of defending that as a as a like a fallout of of this uh, of this band is funny to me because it it's like you get to a point where like it doesn't even matter what your mana base is you just like throw a bunch of duels and fetches into a deck and you're like ah, well, I can for, play whatever i want four, four color is a it, like four color is the result of fetch lands existing but i also think that they have that they printed the most powerful spells that they print also incentivize like they, they reward you for having egregious mana bases you know like prismatic yeah. prismatic ending rewards you for having all of the colors available to you at all times like that's you i think that like from design if you know that fetch lands exist you shouldn't be incentivizing that stuff well they banned arkham's astrolabe like that was that was because people were like we are we do not want to play against every card all the time look my stance on why they banned arkham's i don't think it was the same the exact same reason why they banned uh white plume adventure and that's because they don't want you playing with basic lands and they don't want (laughs) they don't want uh Legacy to be a format that is easily accessible for the the mass populace based on uh, not having to buy dual lands. Um, they yeah, will be I, banning I also, something I, I, from Death Shadow soon. <laughs> oh yeah, so you know, because of the shock lands. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I don't know I I, uh, I think that they also I just I think they also see that as I, it's funny they wouldn't say it I don't think they know it or I don't think they did it on purpose either. It is weird. It's just like I'd like I'd like to feel like I guess um, it's one of these things where it's like as you're taking as you're taking time off and coming back and looking at the round of things, it's like yeah, I mean it's like kind of cool to see something that looks like you know that 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 looks that sort of um, stirs up like what made you interested in this game in the first place, you know. Yeah. Like initiative is like is like a monkey's paw version of that. It's like, oh yeah, it was cool to see all these like wonky cards together, but they only are able to exist because the game itself becomes unrecognizable, you know? Yeah. Once it once it happens. And then, you know, you want to see like I, I was I'm, again, like I was going through my cards, I was looking around and just looking around at things at the at the con, and I was like, Oh yeah, like it's be like tribal decks. That was kind of cool. Like so we have to play Merfolk, like to do something to, to like have a blue aggressive deck or something like that. Um, or like even miracles, like it was like a deck that like really had to like put put together and like what pushed miracles over the top, a threat. It was monastery mentor. Once that happened, it could no longer be abided, which I thought, which I think is interesting. You know, like it was, I, you know, I didn't love playing against it, but I was like, at least it was like something like there was an alternative to it, you know, because it was stone stoneblade. But I do find it interesting how many uh, uh, cephalid decks there are out there. I think that's kind of fun. It'll be interesting. I mean, part part of the the cephalid picking up was similar to why 8cast moved towards the painter package was because initiative was such a beating that 
you needed you wanted to play creatures to be able to take the initiative but then having an auto i win button meant mm -hmm. that you didn't have to care about whether if they were able to run through the dungeon because you could just kill them on the spot so yeah. having a creature centric combo deck that could kill before turn three was incentivized you were, you were like that it compelled the format to be faster and then it just in, it rewarded you additionally for playing creatures uh if you didn't just have the free combo to begin with because they were playing shit like uh, Archon of Amiria that punished stack-based combo as opposed to creature combo. Yeah, weren't they also playing something called like Empty Shrine Kanushi? That was post-board, to uh, which you know effectively just gave you protection from white so that you could steal the initiative back. Yeah, uh, but like Very turns funny. out that an initiative initiative players solved that real quick by just playing some number of walking ballista, and it's just like all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like kill that sucks. Like that was really stupid. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's like boy, I wish there was a deck that played something cool like Empty Shrine Kanushi, like the monkey's paw curls, and you get the initiative deck. <laughs> yeah, well, it exactly. only happens because yeah. like Yeah, well we're gonna change the rules of the game for that to happen. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I I, I I remember I forget who I've heard many a time that there's like the argument that like games need to end. And I'm like, the format is always forever the fastest it's ever been. Like it's just always the fastest it's ever been. Yeah. I, I I I think it's okay for games to reasonably go past turn four some percentage of the time. Do you think this like, is a reaction to the the uh, banning of Sensei's Dividing Top, where they're just like, let's make the format even faster? <laughs> it is. I, fast. I think I, I, I think that yeah, there's no. there's something to be said about they they got rid of the card advantage spell that doesn't that isn't a threat, right? It it can find and produce threats. But it's it's not the threat of itself, right? Like, yes, you, you get buried under cards and then can't, and then you just lose because the you're you're you know they have six cards and you don't have any. Like, yes, that's that is similar, but the it doesn't necessarily like there there are decks that like you know if you fucking I've lost the cavern of souls enough times to know that I can have a full grip and it can be totally irrelevant, you know, yeah. like. The, it, there, there are ways to play around it where it's like, yeah, if you're gonna get chunked for half your life total every combat, like, all right maybe maybe it doesn't matter what you know what i do because i have to pay for spells which requires time and if time is the thing that is not allotted to me in any reasonable way then the there isn't actually much agency to be had considering that the london mulligan also makes you know helps those decks out even further you know yeah like well, it would be I interesting think... to see what initiative would look like in a not london mulligan format i if think if we were if we were still probably... in the vancouver mulligan you know yeah I think that's probably a good place to to like stop though uh, for this cast because yeah. we're we're coming up on an hour, uh, so uh, basically, I mean, uh, general consensus is that ban this ban was fine, but like they could do more. This was the most they could do. There's a, there's the a there's a material there's a material component here. This is the most they can do, and that's not really great. I think that there is the, a continuation of like the format. Well, like the the format is inherently cancerous, and they're just like, look, we 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 have access to the cure, but we just don't want to actually invest in it. Right. We're just gonna like like we we will continue to keep it, uh, you know, so that it it, it can breathe, but like it will just forever be sick with the inherent sicknesses that, you know, we need those sicknesses to exist somewhere. So yeah. like exactly yeah, uh, I, I I think that that's like the uh, I I wish that that was something that they could say that way we could always refer to it because otherwise it's it's assumed but it can be assumed that they that they maybe aren't aware. like we know that they're aware that there's a lot of like egregious things in the format like the, all of the design mistakes exist in the format but the the ones that don't require that don't ask anything of you. That you just get to have and are broken you know it's like th those are the ones where i wish they would just come out and be like we understand that there is a lot of like th th this is a list of cards that we agree are that they should not exist they they are mistakes and that we should not have printed them and that like at any point it would be reasonable for us to take action against them but we won't because they need we we, we want them to exist and we did it somewhere well, well we did it <laughs> we did it so now now we, we did it we did it and we want to exist and it's like 
it, like like same thing that they, we have a ban list. There's also a transgressive cards list, and I just want to know what those cards are. <laughs> that way we don't have to keep going. And well, when like, we eventually like, get get Aaron Forsyth onto the cast, we'll know we'll like, know that we'll know that. I, I hear every, he's supposed to be coming on soon, dude. I can't wait for Aaron to come on. We're very excited. The, the thing that I, every single time there's a ban list, I can't. I, the 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 first thing that comes to my mind is the meme of what's his face in the hot dog outfit after crashing the hot dog car into the, the store. And he's going, we're trying to find who did this. We're trying to figure out who We just did don't this. know. We don't know who, who who's responsible for these problems. We just don't know. And it's like, yeah. just 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 lay it out for us, please. Yeah. All right, well, with that said, I think this is, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a good spot to cut it off. Nate, thank you so much for coming on uh, this week. If you- it's Good to be back. If, yeah, dude, it's so good to have you. Um, if you dug the fact that we brought Nate back on, like and subscribe. <laughs> you ought to. Yeah, at least yeah. like, comment, all that stuff. I'll be giving away cards uh, as as always. We'll uh, here we go. I'll pick one out right now. We're doing uh, 2000. We're doing uh, 2015 and 2014. We'll be giving. What out are the what, what what are those? So these are from the event uh, advent calendar. Uh, oh. <laughs> and so so what what we do is anybody who comments. Uh, we uh, we give at, we do a drawing and we give give those cards out, uh, send them out to people. So if you comment on the uh, on the this episode on YouTube, uh, you're in the drawing. And so Nate, you got you should we, we all got to start commenting. You and I should start commenting. I don't know what this product is. You, you were one away from winning because we normally give one out to our Patreon supporters, and, and Nate is a Patreon supporter. That's right. We almost won uh, a card last week. He was one one die roll away. Oh, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> so close, so close. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, that's it for us this week. Nate, again, thanks for coming on, and uh, we will see everybody next week. Hey, thank you for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check out this other video, and if you can, Please support us on Patreon.com.